0: Suck you lens. Oh, I was going to say my dick. You <laughs> suck. <laughs> I was like, okay, my dick, my dick.
1: <laughs> I didn't know there was any other answer to that question.
0: I've had. Have you? You've seen that? Um, those clothes that people have been sending us about what the, the fuck, the fuck you lens? oh I know.
1: I think we should ask the guys if they'd rather be called succulents than suck or succulents.
0: Yeah. Yeah. S u c k. Suck you lens. Suck, suck you. Uh, they probably don't like that. My dick, <laughs>
1: suck, suck my dick. I mean, that's the same tone. <laughs> that's probably what they would say.
0: Um, yeah, they've been writing in like crazy about the lube, condom lube. Okay, that was like sex. genius. I mean, I think you and
1: Sniffer changed the world.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> one penis at a time.
1: <laughs> because it was such a, it was such a. It's like, it, what is that they say? Um... Necessity is the mother of invention, and that's how kind of shit gets invented, right? Right, is you guys were because you were just jacking him off, right? Using the lube, right? Yeah, and then you decide to fuck, right? And you put a condom on, right? And then he was like, "Yeah, baby,
0: yeah." And, and then we put the guys- more lube on because it was on my hands and.
1: So if you guys, please let us know in the Two Wild Orchids Facebook group, if you have been having the best condom sex of your life with Promescent Lube and their condoms, let us know because we just got off a call a couple of weeks ago with the CEO of Promescent, and he always wants to hear from what from us, what we're hearing from you. So yeah. we wouldn't tell you about it if it wasn't good.
0: com slash Promessence. Oh yeah. Pussy pockets. <laughs> FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. Okay, I did. yes, I am. Uh, after last, holy shit! The fact that I'm awake right now after last night, I know. Did you lick the mic just now? Oh, my my chin hit it. I struggle. This is why. This is what happens when I go to suck a dick. It just hits the bottom of my chin, and they're like, "No, it goes in your mouth." And you're like, "Oh, that's, that's now, now it makes yeah, sense." It does.
1: So basically, the reason you don't like sucking cock is you have a problem with depth perception. I guess. <laughs> It all starts there. It goes way too far. There and you're like, I don't like this. That's
0: <laughs> <laughs> not where I thought it was supposed to be. I'm Sean Lee. I'm Lindsay. And we are
1: the Two Wild Orchids, the place you come for sex and fun. Miss Lindsay, what's on our agenda
0: today? I want to know about non-monogamy. Really? I'm in a new relationship. Right. And you with know the that... With a snif- sniff, Sniff, sniff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who also... Wait, I just want to pause. The sniffer... Gave you that experience of being the sniffer and you had the Top Gun fantasy. Yes. So now you want to talk about non-monogamy? He's, I know, he's kind of like, <laughs> Jesus, bitch. Like, <laughs> what, oh, what more do you want from me? What more do you want from me? You I mean you two dicks? <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> I mean, d- DP, yeah, double put mm-hmm. ha- That's one way to make it happen. I'm I think so... there was another dick. Yeah.
1: yeah. Or he could put a strap-on on. Oh. Yeah. I saw that somewhere that a guy was on a porn once. Um, that a guy had, had a cock and it was a nice sized cock and he also had a strap on on so that she could have DP with him.
0: Well, that's going to be his answer for non-monogamy now. Sorry, like, I'll I give del- you two
1: dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut this portion out of the show. <laughs> Cause you know, it's like we always tease kudos monos. I have so much respect for monogamous people. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me, let me clarify my statement. I have so much respect for monogamous people who do not cheat.
0: Yeah, me too. Right?
1: But monogamous people who do cheat, I that that just makes me crazy.
0: Yeah, and I because I I've been in monogamous I've never been in a successful non-monogamous relationship. Have you I've, been in a successful monogamous relationship? Yes. But I I mean, yes, I was, but it probably wasn't where the direction I wanted it to go at at a certain point. Well, cuz we now, technically, in the monogamous relationship I was in, we still had threesomes and things like that. Does that count? That's not... Mon- okay.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Let's define monogamy. <laughs> I, I, need, I need us to start at the beginning, evidently. Right. So monogamy, in my mind, you know, and maybe we should look up the definition so we are very clear because I think that I always okay. want to be accurate in my definitions.
0: So technically, then, I've only been in two monogamous attempted relationships, but I cheated in those two. All right, so monogamy says, it's oh, wow, okay, the practice or state
1: of being married to one person at a time, or the practice or state of having a sexual relationship with only one partner. And I think for our discussion, it's the practice of having a sexual relationship with only one partner, not only one partner at a time.
0: I've never been in a
1: monogamous relationship. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't either. Wait, that's not true. My first marriage was monogamous, and and I was bored. Mm. And it wasn't... It wasn't anything other than it was me. I was bored. Right. And and I think that that's why I like non-monogamy. I think that non-monogamy allows me the opportunity
0: to have variety. Isn't that why you do it? Yes. I. And I should say because, you know, at the beginning of a relationship, this isn't top of mind for me. I'm not like, all right, we're a couple months in. I'm ready to bring someone in the bedroom. I'm so not there yet. I just know that at some point in the future, myself or him – He's gonna want to. One of us is gonna want to have a conversation about this.
1: Okay, so I have my long-term partner and I are going on twenty years married uh, in December, and we've ne- we were not we were non-monogamous before we got married. We had our first threesome when we were dating.
0: How long into your relationship did you have your threesome?
1: Oh, I'm gonna say maybe. Let's say let's say a year. Okay. Nine months to a year, somewhere in that range, is when we had our first threesome. We were having sex, and he said, I'd love to see you with a girl. And I said, well, I'm really not bi, because I didn't know then. Um, I'm not bi, but I'd love to see you with one. Ooh. And he said, let's get married. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the day <laughs> that he proposed. No, yeah, but it's close, yeah. But no,
0: and then we had our first threesome shortly after that. Interesting. So that makes sense. You had time to build a strong foundation of trust and love, and all of that stuff before you entered into anything right. supplemental.
1: Right, and it was, and we only had the one threesome before we were married. I mean, it's not like we did it every weekend or anything after right. that. Right, but then, but then it was very much a part of kind of our identity as a couple.
0: Interesting. Yeah,
1: it, it it shaped and formed our identity. So as years have progressed, and one of us has said, "Hey, do we still want to do this?" It's always kind of been on the table. This has always been part of who we are. So if we remove this piece of who we are, who are we as a couple? Because right. it is a part of our, our our relationship. And I don't know that I could I don't know that I could ever be monogamous. Not because I'm out looking for people.
0: No, I get that because I love the idea of seeing a guy I'm with get his dick sucked by another hottest
1: woman. Oh my god.
0: Yeah. Hottest thing ever. Right. And it has nothing to do with him or me or I'm sorry it has nothing to do with the other person these are desires for me right like I it's just something that turns me on oh my god and so I think there's a lot of misconceptions about non-monogamy that it's you're not sexually satisfied with your partner yes. or whatever I mean what what kind of because I know you get a lot of questions, you get a lot of feedback. I just handed you a list of them that we've gotten <laughs> uh, that we've gotten on the right.
1: um, on, on uh, the Facebook group and in private messages. And yeah, so I think you're right. There's a couple of misconceptions. Like let us just dispel some myths. Okay. Right. First of all, if you're not monogamous, it does not mean you don't love your partner. Mm. It does not mean you don't desire your partner, and it does not does not mean you're not satisfied. Because I think in order to be non-monogamous, you have to be satisfied with your partner. Oh. For it to be successful, yeah. That makes sense. Because if it's not, then you're just trying to replace one thing with another right. until you can find a way out. And that's not the point. Right. Right. If you have to cheat and then go to your partner and go, hey, I think I'm non-monogamous. Yeah. That, that's, go to go to marriage counseling or find a, a relationship That's coach. cheating. That's cheating. It's yeah. cheating, right? But if you're saying, hey, I want to do this because I like variety... And it enhances us. and you. Can, so there's a difference between consensual non-monogamy and what I think is ethical non-monogamy. Oh, I love that term. And they usually do it like in interchangeable terms, but consensual monog- non-monogamy says, well, we both know that we're not monogamous. That's consensual. Mm-hmm. Ethical non-monogamy, I think, is when you have a, and this is my own definition, is when you have a couple who says, okay, we're going to be non-monogamous, but in that cornice of non-monogamy, we're going to make sure that we're not violating each other's boundaries, each other's agreements. And as we go forward in our new relationships, we're not going to violate their boundaries or agreements. So it it is about playing fair and playing safe and being honest about what you will and won't do.
0: So I've heard a lot of people say things like being non-monogamous means, for example, with you, does it mean that you could go out to a bar or a club, I know those aren't places you frequent, but if you were to go out Mm -hmm. and you met a guy or a gal that you thought was sexy and you wanted to have sex with them that night, you could. Technically, yes,
1: I could. My nature and personality would not do that, but technically, yes, I could. But because of my agreements with my long-term partner, I would not do it without telling him first. Right. So I don't, and, and it's like you and I had a conversation the other day about permission. I was like, ah, right. it's not asking permission. I don't have to call him and say, hey, can I? It's, hey, I'm thinking about how do you feel about it? Because I want to honor the boundaries that he has and the boundaries that I have and the guidelines we've set for our relationship before I involve anyone else in our crazy. Right. I mean, like think about it. Every couple has their own version of crazy. Absolutely. Great. Okay. Y'all didn't you, no matter how sane you think you are, you're you're fucking nuts. Right. <laughs> and and everybody's got their crazy, so before we involve anyone
0: in our crazy, let's make sure we're not going to get crazy. Yeah, cuz I think I would struggle knowing if I never knew on a certain night, if my partner was going out, if they may or may not hook up with someone, Mm -hmm. but if I had a partner that say was going to Cancun Mm -hmm. on a trip with his boys and I was like, Hey, you guys are going to go out. You're going to have fun. Just use a condom. Like, yeah, just be honest with me. Let me know after the fact, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. just be honest. But if he went to Cancun and there was no conversation and then after the fact he was like, Oh yeah, I slept with the pool girl. Whomever. The girl by uh, the pool. The girl by the pool. I <laughs> <laughs> almost said pool boy, but I don't know. Anyway, I would be hurt by that. Like I, that wouldn't feel good to me. Well, and that's just it. So it, non-monogamy doesn't give you a license to cheat. Mm.
1: And in in fact, I think it gives you more of a license to be transparent. Mm-hmm. Because you're right. If If my partner was going out to a club this weekend and there was the potential that he might do something and I didn't know about it first and he wants to tell me about it on Saturday morning... It's, it's probably not going to go well. Right. Right. Because you have to you have to understand that even though you're not monogamous, it doesn't mean you don't have feelings for the people you're in relationships with.
0: Absolutely. And
1: they're, you know, so I would not want to hurt his feelings because it would hurt m- so to be clear, uh, this I have to just kind of caveat, nobody can hurt your feelings, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You get to decide how your feelings feel. But I know for me, and even if it were you, Lindsay, like, let's say we're in a relationship and I meet a girl, I would not want- Aw, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to hook up with her without clearing it with you first mm-hmm. because it would hurt my feelings to hurt your feelings. Right. Right. Not about, you know, so, so to be very clear, I'm not responsible for how you feel, but for my, for me and who I am, I don't want to hurt you. Right. I care about you. I don't want to hurt you. Oh, so. I care about you too. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's us. That's after last night. I know. That was so good. <laughs> that kiss. I know. It was amazing. <laughs> if you did not tune into our uh, cocktail party <laughs> and we will be having a cocktail party Every month. So it's going to be in our group and you want to be in there, the Facebook, Two Wild Orchids Facebook group. Okay. But I think that we have an obligation to be honest with our partners, even if, like, let's say, let's say we're monogamous mm-hmm. and I meet someone and I'm attracted to them, which happens all the time. Absolutely. Before I decide to, to, to take that any farther, I feel like it's my obligation to come back and say, Lindsay, I met this girl. She's so fucking hot. How would you feel? Right right then then we at least have a conversation
0: exactly and i think that allows a chance for it to grow too right because all you're saying is i met this girl she's hot that's it right so then allow that conversation to maybe grow into something else and so like if i so say that happened and i said hey sniff sniff i met this girl (laughs) I met this girl or You're like guy. Sniff sniff better than sniff. I don't know. I don't know. I'm in a mood today. I guess for All names. Right. <laughs> sniff sniff sniffer. <laughs> um, that I. What? How would I even like your suggestion be to approach that? Like how did how do, how do you even start? Kind of testing I, I, out. I think the the dialogue.
1: Okay, so let's let's break it down for a second. If we're talking about a new relationship, I think the conversation's way easier. If we're talking about a long term relationship, I think the conversation. Is much more challenging. Interesting. So let's do the long term one, the short term one first, because I think it's easier. So, a short term relationship, I think the conversation is hey, you know what? Before we met, I really had a very pretty active sex life, or I had a lot of partners, or I was, I like having sex with different people. I'm always safe and consensual and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But um, us being together, is really great for me. Compliment sandwich. Here's the good, then mm-hmm. the correction, then the good. Us being together is such a fulfilling place for me. But I kind of think I want to make sure that we're not feeling like we're holding each other back from anything. And it doesn't mean I don't love you and don't want to be with you, but I want to make sure that I still feel free in this relationship.
0: Holy shit. That is way more eloquent of a way than <laughs> I approached it with Sniffer. Like, I was just like, hey, just so you know, I love sex and (laughs) I always have. And it did not come out in that way.
1: Okay, well, if you have the conversation,
0: lesson learned. Yeah,
1: because I think, you know, the reason people cheat is because they feel bondage. They feel bondage. Think about it. The, the, the reason people oh cheat... I went to DDSM. no not, no okay. no <laughs> I was like okay. not that way no not Jesus dirty, Christ Lindsay dirty dirty anymore okay <laughs> no but I, they feel bound by their relationship. They feel hemmed in. Yes. They feel controlled. That's why they cheat. Because what happens is, is they get outside of their partner's sightline. Let's say, mm. and now they have some freedom. Right. I don't want anyone to be in a relationship with me who does not feel free.
0: That's everything.
1: Yeah, there's there's and I always, you know, when my son was growing up, he has ADHD. And I always said he get he got structure with it. We got freedom within his structure. So if the so if the yard is you know one acre, let's say, and you put a fence around the yard, anything you want to do in the yard is yours to go go. Knock yourself out. Oh, yeah. But you can and then you can have that in a relationship. If your relationship is a framework, you can have freedom within the relationship. Jump over the fence. Play with the ponies on the other side. Jump back in the fence. Mm-hmm. Right. You get you get to choose how you want to structure. But if what you've done is taken this this beautiful free animal let's say you we and and put you in a little bitty you know 12 by 12 box and said stand here
0: nobody wants to do that nobody's putting Lindsay in a box unless she's licking vagina (laughs) so we have that do you know what
1: i mean it's like why would you want
0: to feel bound absolutely i've been in those situations and it's very suffocating it feels like ass yeah and then you don't stay in the relationship because you can't breathe no those are the ones i cheated right yeah, exactly. Not yeah, justifying. It's just the truth. It's it's just, and that's. I think what I think that's what most people do. Right. You know, if you're, and this is the
1: way I feel about it. If you're checking up on your partner, if you're reading their text messages. Now, I'll tell you, my partner and I have an open phone thing, and I'll pick up his phone out of curiosity, not out of what the hell are you doing. Right. Right. But if I'm checking the phone records, if I'm if I'm trailing his car, if I'm doing any fuck. That doesn't make me feel good. No. So I don't snoop because it doesn't make me feel good. I expect him to tell the truth. And that that's just has to be. So that's a short-term relationship, right? Okay. Super easy to in my mind to have that conversation.
0: Yeah, well, for some of us. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> practice makes perfect. <laughs> but now if we're talking about like a long-term relationship, I have a client who has been married for 20 years. He and his wife were getting divorced and they're trying to work it out. And so far he has chickened out three times Telling her that he wants to open their relationship. Interesting. And I'm like, what? You're getting divorced. This is your opportunity. Literally nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. You're already living apart from her. She's in her house. You're in your apartment. I'm confused why you're not, why you are not stepping up and saying, hey, this is kind of where I'm at. Since we've been separated, I've missed you. But I've also enjoyed this part of my life that I'm really hesitant to get back in a full-time relationship with you and not have. How would you feel about that? Right. And if she says, fuck no, then you have the answer to your divorce that you were already planning. If she says, okay, let's talk about it. Now you at least have a dialogue. You have have somewhere on the table to have a conversation.
0: All of your hopes and dreams lie just on the other side of fear.
1: Oh, my God. Isn't that the... Yeah. If you can just get
0: over that hump. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, think about doing this show. When I started doing the show, I was terrified to tell people. When you yes, started doing the show, you absolutely. were like, fuck, my family's going to see this and mm-hmm. hear this. And, you know, it was interesting and fun and scary. But look how much good stuff's come from it. Exactly. And so now I couldn't imagine going back to not doing the show. Amen, sister. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I just think that you should be able to have those conversations. Yes. Because what else does it open? So here we go. Let's play this out. Back to my client who tells his wife. Right. And they go to bed. Now what happens? Does she step up her game? Does he step his up? Do they talk about it? Do they fantasize? Is he talking about, hey, what about that guy you saw? The one at the gym, you think he's hot? And now his cock is rock hard, she's wet as can be. Nobody's in their bedroom but them. Right. But there's all of that fantasy opportunity. And I just, I just think it's, it's such a healthy place to be. It helps you kind of kickstart that pilot light back into your marriage, back into your long-term relationships.
0: So I just had a thought that when I've always had this strong desire to be with someone where we could just be completely honest and transparent, and I've been with a lot of people that did not enjoy my transparency because I do have such a strong, um, healthy sexual history. I love that language.
1: That's (laughs) Lindsay's
0: very eloquent way of saying, so I've been a whore, but I have a
1: strong sexual
0: history. Well, it's funny because the sniffer recently was like, I think you've had a lot of sex, but maybe with like, he casually said it in passing with like a few amount of men. And I was like, do I correct him or do I just let him think that that's the truth? You just leave that puppy. Yeah. Apart. I was like, mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. That's exactly. Right.
1: Um, just because we can't count it on our fingers. Yeah, it just, <laughs> doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Literally don't have a counter. Um, anyway. Yeah. So being transparent when he talks about like when he's been with people in the past, a, I love it so much because that's, what's made him right. So good in bed. Yes. So like, thank you. Mm hmm. Also, I get turned on sometimes when he talks about, like, this night and this stuff that happened in his past. Like, it doesn't make me jealous at all. A, it was in your fucking past. Like, it has nothing to do with me. But B, it turns me on. Like, I love, like, when you are in love with someone and you're totally connected to someone, hearing about their pleasures and their happiness turns me on. So then why couldn't it be the same in present day? That
1: uh, You've just brought up so many wonderful points because, yes... I agree with you. When I hear about my partner, be, oh, it makes me wet thinking. I'm sitting here getting wet thinking about yeah. it. <laughs> okay, so so I I, I want to say that, that that's the great part of it. But the other part that you brought up, and I want to be clear because many times people say, um, if I uh, he has an ex girlfriend or he has an ex wife, and did you ever notice the exes always get a bad rap? Yes, right. They're 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 these crazy horrible people that this person I'm in love with used to hook up with. Right. Okay. That, that makes no sense to me. So. I've always approached my, particularly my long-term partner, he has an ex-wife, and I wanted to meet her when we were dating. And, he, and everyone was like, why do you want to meet her? And I said, because she helped make him who he was. I kind of mm. want to meet her. And we fell in love with the same guy. Chances are she and I have a lot in common. Interesting. And to this day, when I, she lives in Oklahoma, and when I go to Oklahoma, we go shopping. We have a great really? time together. We have a great time to, We have a lot in common. We fell in love with the same guy. Why would I be jealous of her?
0: The only devil's advocate I would play there, and I'm with you about the jealousy, is I can tell you that anyone falling in love with me today is falling in love with a completely different woman than 10 years ago.
1: 100%, but they were part of who made you who you were today. Yes, absolutely. So so the threat of, I, I like, I've just never understood that, right? I agree. And I'm, you
0: know that clearly they have to be a good human On, you know, you, there's so much of this person. You, I've always been turned off by people that talk shit about their exes. Yeah.
1: Why? If something happened,
0: yeah. If something happened, they cheated, whatever. I understand that energy, but there is something about them that you were intoxicated by one time. Yeah. You were
1: intoxicated by them. You couldn't stop thinking about them. Right. I want to know that person because I think that that, first, I think it's hot. Second (laughs) of all, right. I think it's so hot. But, but, but other than that, it's like, why wouldn't I love them too? Oh, I love that. Right? You loved them. You still love them. There's a part of you that will always love them That w- that is reserved for them. Yeah. Right? Why wouldn't I love it? Like, so his ex-wife, I think the world of. She, I'm In my mind, the day she said to him, I don't want to be married to you anymore. She gave me a gift. Why would mm. I hate her?
0: That's a beautiful way to look at it. If more of us thought of life in that way, there'd be probably more orgies. And also... <laughs> <gasps> It's just a beautiful way to live life and look at the world. So these sound like some like people. Some people I know that I talk to, they see non-monogamy as a threat. They see it as there's nothing positive that can come of it. They're, we've been naming benefits for the last couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, for me,
1: I don't see the downside of non-monogamy unless you come from a perspective of scarcity. Mm. Um, In other words, if if you're afraid that me having sex with someone else is going to take something from you, which I used to be. So that, let's be clear. There's no judgment. I told you. I can take you to crazy town. Back road, service road, toll road, I can take you there. <laughs> All right, I have no problem getting there. But what I know is that me having – and this is how I had to understand it because it's really hard when you're picturing your partner if you're if you're not – Really clear. Mm -hmm. It's hard to picture your partner and not feel like there's something being taken from you. But if you flip the script and you think about yourself for a minute, and if you had sex with someone else, would that mean that you did not love your partner? And the answer to that is no. If you love your partner to start, you love your partner at the end, right? Mm -hmm. So if you love your partner going into that interaction, then you're going to love them coming out, and you have to trust that they love you going in. And they're going to love you coming out. Right. Right. And even if they're in love with someone else too, like our my partner and I shared a girlfriend that we were both deeply in love with and I loved watching them love. I loved, I loved, I, I remember going downstairs to the kitchen and he had his arms around her and they were just kissing and talking and it was such a sweet moment. And I loved what I saw between them and it wasn't about me. It was totally about them and it was such a beautiful thing to watch and when they had sex and i watched them it was a beautiful thing to watch
0: and now that's a very polyamorous perspective perspective, yeah. perspective right. right so but but
1: but yeah and and even to be clear when we were in the lifestyle and once i got over my crazy jealousy when i watched him have sex Oh, Jesus. It was the hottest thing. Like, I would just want... Like, the problem with, with, with swinger parties, when everybody's having sex, is then they want to touch you, too. And really, I would have just rather to sit in the corner by myself with my vibrator and watch. <laughs> and there was always a penis at my back going, hey. I was like, no, 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 right now. I'm busy. Thank you. I'm busy. I'm watching. I'm watching. So, you know, for me, that's that's such a big pleasure.
0: And I think that if people are interested or curious in the lifestyle, I think there is a safety net in what we're calling the lifestyle or swinging... Those terms are interchangeable where a lot of times in that community, my understanding is there's not a lot of communication outside of. There is
1: there is communication in the sense that there's a friendship, but it's usually, so let's say you and Sniffer and me and my long-term partner, okay? Okay. It would totally make sense for you and I to communicate and it would totally make sense for the two guys to communicate. Like mm-hmm. That makes sense. Where it gets hairy is if I'm privately texting Sniffer and he's privately texting me Right. And even though I'm sharing it with my partner or he's sharing it with you, it's that dynamic of making sure, sh- of really, truly making sure everyone's okay with it.
0: Okay, that makes sense. So, my, I have a story actually. Go. My first boyfriend in high school, early college years, we had a threesome early on. And it was with a girlfriend of mine from, we'll say, like elementary years that I had reconnected with. We had a threesome with her. And also keep in mind, this was back in the day of. Like AOL instant messaging, things like that. And I found out a couple months later that she had been messaging him on AOL saying like, Hey, I had a really good time. That was great. If you ever want to do that again, let me know. And fucking hell, when I found out about that, I was pissed. Mm -hmm. I was, well, I was hurt and I wasn't mad at him. Well, I was kind of annoyed that he didn't tell me, but I was so hurt by her. Why didn't she text message you too? Yeah. Like what was wrong with what the three of us, like I, if I'm being so cool about this and that was something I had to overcome throughout the decades has been, that trust being broken. If I'm being cool about the fact that we're having a threesome, why push the envelope? Okay. So, and that's classic problems in the lifestyle, what you do. That's a beautiful story. Beautiful
1: illustration of that. Thank you. You did so well. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yes, right <bossy> but, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get a good spanking later. Oh. <laughs> okay. But no, seriously. I mean, that's... That's what it comes down to. And the challenge for me, and that's why the lifestyle did not work for me, because the communication is important to me. And my long-term partner likes to sext. And mm-hmm. so if he wants to sext with someone, like going back to that original setup of you and Sniffer and me and him, mm-hmm. and so he and you would be sexting. Sniffer might not be okay with it. And the challenge in the lifestyle is, as we talked about one of our, on one of our other shows, everyone shows up with the intention to have a good time. So nobody really wants to be the drama couple. And nobody wants to say, hey, that's not cool. I mean, that that's kind of where it comes in at. So if, if, you're say, if you're saying on the surface, it's fine, but then at home you're fighting about it, it's not fine. Right. Oh, totally. Right? And so then you show up to a party and going back to this, let's say Sniffer's jealous that you guys are sexting. Right. All right. And we show up to a party and now Sniffer's acting kind of funny, mm. even if he's not saying anything, mm-hmm. that's when it gets weird right totally and so that's that was my challenge with the lifestyle is that the girls so but when you go to big groups and you have a big group it's it's not as quote unquote taboo to to text the opposite sex or the person you're playing with but it has to be very like in all of my my swinger friends in my phone it says it'll say like you know Lindsay and in parentheses and sniffer
0: Oh, okay? right, so yeah. That,
1: so that it's very clear who it is you're texting, so you don't accidentally text if we're thinking you're texting l- Lindsay, blah, blah, blah. Right. But you just have to have more, more um, rules. And in Polly, the way they define rules is if my partner and I have, an, a, have a discussion between us that says, okay, you can only have sex with Lindsay when I'm there, that would be us making a rule that you now have to adhere to and you had no bo- and you had no vote in the rule. Mm-hmm. And in the lifestyle, that's very common. So going back to the lifestyle setting, here we are showing up to a to a swingers club, and our rule is, for example, that you don't kiss on the lips. Okay, right. Now, whoever he's talking to goes in to kiss him. Now he has to put his hand up and go, no, no, my rule is whatever. Okay, right. And so that's where the lifestyle is very rule regimented. Okay. Whereas in poly, the rules are not; they're they're called agreements. Then so. Going back to the same discussion, I would prefer you not have sex with Lindsay unless I'm there. Lindsay, how do you feel about the fact that oh. I would prefer not to have... So there's the open of the dialogue. That's right. where that opens up at. And you might say, I'm not down with that. I want to have sex whenever I want to have sex. Right. And so then it becomes my issue to figure out if I want to... Um, they have veto in, in poly. Not all couples do it. If I want to say, okay, you can't ever see Lindsay again, which is unfair and creates resentments... Or it's saying, okay, I guess I need to deal with me because this is a me problem. And that's really ultimately what it comes down to. But in any non-monogamous relationship, it's about you and you and how you feel about you and you have the work to do. Right. It's just that simple.
0: I can see how people would go from lifestyle to poly. Mm -hmm. Um, I can see that transition. For me though, I love, it's such a clear cut I think between where you're at in life and where I'm at because I just, I can't get past. And it's definitely me, me and me, mm-hmm. I can't get past the, I really don't want to talk to you after this. <laughs> like, I just can't. Like I, I just see sex as a fun thing to do. Um, and if it gets to the point where I want to make love with this person, mm-hmm. I think that's where it gets into poly or something more, 100%. but, um, that hasn't happened much in my life. So it's not a big concern for me. Well, look at it another
1: way. So you and sniffer have a conversation and you decide to be non-monogamous,
0: right? Okay. And he
1: agrees he's in. Yeah. And then you meet a girl. Yeah. And now you're in love with the girl, too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now you have a poly relationship. Right. Even if Sniffer and
0: she never hook up, you're the hinge in that V. See, I love, I have um, a listener reached out to us recently about, um, he's married, and they've been married, I think, for like 10 years, we'll say, but met a girl and fell for her, too. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was so fascinating. So now, I mean, they didn't have, I don't, I don't know, actually, I don't think they had an open relationship. They sure as shit weren't Polly before this. Um, how did he fall for her? I don't know. I don't know the details, but the point, the point being essentially he went to his wife and and spoke to her about it and just said, Hey, listen, here's the deal. He was very honest about it. And now that's the situation. He has a girlfriend, he's Mm -hmm. married and Mm -hmm. he also has a girlfriend, Mm -hmm. but the girl and the girls are friends, but they're not lovers. They Mm -hmm. don't, whatever. And I just think that's it's beautiful because I know a lot of friends where something like that happens and it ends in divorce. Right. It ends in, oh, you are falling for someone else? That means you don't love me anymore. Because they view love as a finite resource. Mm. And this was one of the things that when I was first exploring
1: Polly that came out, that it was like, when you have more love, then you have more love to give and more and more and more. And that just, for me, I would just like, I get so frustrated and I would slam the book shut and I would just Ugh. How is that possible? How is it possible if you know, he loves Lindsay and he loves me, how does it not mean less love for me? right? And it doesn't. I, that's what I really had to wrap my head around. It really doesn't. The, remember I said he, there was a girl we were in love with. Mm-hmm. The more love he had for her, the more love he had for me.
0: Mm. It, it,
1: it was an exponential growth. And, and the same was true of me. The more love I had for her, the more love I had for him. Because now there was this other element of beauty And I think, you know, there's this perception of having the one. Right. (laughs) What if you have lots of ones?
0: Soulmates are
1: soulmates. They're not soulmate.
0: They're soulmates. And they can mean so many different things. They can mean friendships, family, lovers. My old co-host on a different show said to me once in one of our shows, she said, Lindsay, the difference with you and I, because we were talking about all the partners I've had and how... um, and basically, it was about how guys and women, but mostly men, have tend to fall in love very quickly when I'm with them, and it's not matched. But I do get like deep and intimate and on some level. And she said, "Lindsay, I have her being." She's like, "I have one love to give, and that's to my husband." <gasps> and when she was with, she had one long term, relationship before that she said you have so much love to give Mm -hmm. that it can't just be confined to one person and she's like and that's okay it was the first time in my life and this was like nine months ago Mm -hmm. that I realized holy shit I'm not crazy yes it's okay yes it's just love thank you for that was really eloquent (laughs) (laughs) no one really says that to me so thank you
1: (laughs) no it really was and because what I realized when I only have one relationship to focus on, I will drive my partner fucking batshit. Right. Okay. Because I have so much love to give and I, and it is like this powerful force that just kind of like an, I just think of it like ocean waves. I have all of these waves and if I don't spread it out, I'm going to drive somebody crazy. Right. Right. Whether it's uh, yeah, I, I will make someone crazy because I just have so much to give and mm-hmm. I want to shower it. and I, So I have to spread it out or else I will overwhelm someone with my energy and my love. I know that.
0: Yeah. And, and I've noticed too in relationships after a certain amount of time, someone will say like you, your energy shifts when you get around other people now. Like if I've lived with someone and mm-hmm. it's because I need that, like I need those interactions. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to move that energy. God, if yes. You will.
1: Yeah. It's funny because you even said to me that when I'm around my partner, I'm different because the, the energy is different. Yeah. Right. I have to, I have to have lots of people. Yeah. Right. Because it is a, it is a space for me and an outlet for me to love on as many people as I can. Hmm.
0: Right? Yeah. All right. So we answer your questions? Most of them. All right. Then
1: we'll do another, <laughs> we'll another monogamy show. But please I'm send sure us your will. questions because we actually have a list of them. And, Liz, you did a great job today.
0: Thank you. You're
1: welcome. Thanks All for right. answering my
0: questions. You're welcome. So are you going to talk to Sniff Sniff? Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Can he just listen to this show? <laughs> I, think, I think you should play that part where I said, here's how I would. Tell yeah. <laughs> just replay it.
1: Just replay it. This is what I meant to this say. This is what I meant to say, honey. I didn't mean to say I just needed more dick. <laughs> 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 All right. So as we get out of here today. I'm going to say stay sexy. And I'm going to say open up your relationship and see what's there.
0: Ooh, mm. Legs wide open. <laughs> Only you. <laughs>